Hi, everyone. This week, we're here with Jared Williams. He is the founder of Big Majority, a marketer and mindset coach. And I'm super excited to talk with you, Jared, because you've done something that not a lot of people do. And that thing is that you left your job in December of last year yep. and are building up Big Majority, but it's, it's yet to start bringing in revenue. And I think that's amazing because that's a very common story, but it's also not something that people, they don't go on shows and talk about it when they're in that <laughs> stage. <laughs> they hide it until later and then they talk about it. So I think it's great that we get to be talking today. So thanks for coming on the show. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting thing. Uh, as an entrepreneur, there's always you know, avenues to make money, um, especially in the marketing world as you go along. But for what I was building, um, it took a lot of exploration and really finding how I can put together a solid foundation for something that's gonna endure you know, five, 10, 20 years from now. Um, companies, you know, this might be grandiose, but Amazon lost money for 20 years uh, and then they started making money. So to give yourself, you know, the freedom of not dying to bring in revenue until you have reached a certain foundation is, um, that's kind of been the, the vision that I'm following. And it's, uh, it's interesting, um, you know, things internally, um, inside my mind, my vision manifests slower in the real world. But it's cool to see when it does connect because that gives me the positive feedback loop to, to continue. But it's definitely, uh, it's definitely not for the faint of heart to go at it this way. Um, it requires a lot of focus. Um, and I didn't want to split my focus by working with clients and trying to give them my all and what they're the value that they're paying for and trying to feed, you know, the energy that I need into my business and the vision. So by allowing myself the freedom to give my all to big majority, um, I've uh, made massive gains in terms of the clarity um, and the ability to communicate what it is that I do, but also to understand exactly what my target customers and clients want in the best way to deliver it to them. So it's, it's not for the faint of hearts. It could definitely be scary at times. You have your doubts and your fears, but that's, that's part of the journey. Yeah. I think that's, that's really cool. And, and that's a good point. You know, it gives you that full focus, but let's peel it back a few layers. Um, Cause what you're doing takes a lot of just guts, you know, like you're doing something that's scary, leaving behind stability. Where did that, come from in terms of your background like what what brought you to a point where you were able to just go ahead and do that um my i think there's a, a few influences um just going straight to family influences because that's that's pretty much where it all starts um i was born in new orleans but i was raised in maryland and uh when we got to maryland it's pretty young um my dad joined the military and then we were stationed in germany for three years and then I moved back to the States, um, uh, to Maryland, and then uh, got into you know, middle school, then switched to a different uh, high school. Um, so I've always kind of had like 
a little bit of movement going on in my in my upbringing, especially since most of my family's from New Orleans. So it's uh, there's a certain isolation that's uh, that comes from that type of being basically a military brat, and that isolation makes you have to be comfortable with figuring things out on your own, keeping yourself engaged, uh, meeting new people. Um, it's not a very you know. Um, it's uh, not like you're with the same group of friends your whole life type of situation, right? Um, so that's, that's probably one factor. The second factor is probably most important. Um, I, I really get uh, con feel a feeling of confinement and constraints working in um, very bureaucratic corporate environments. Um, you know, I have a very creative mindset I love exploring new things, and that definitely is not always in alignment with the goals of a of an organization, a business. Um, sometimes you you just the, the le certain levels of creativity just aren't well suited for those types of organizations. So it it almost got to a point where I was relieved to leave the company I was with. It was a good day because I felt free for the first time. I felt like I could explore my creativity and, and all the avenues that I wanted to that I simply couldn't ever do in the past 10 years working for other organizations. So between my upbringing, my, my, you know, just my level of curiosity for the world of, you know, I love all, I've worked in all kinds of industries, uh, beauty, fashion, government, training, consulting, e-commerce. Um, so I've been all over the board. Um, and because I'm so curious to learn new things, and I also love seeing how the patterns fit together, which is a crucial um, skill to have as an entrepreneur. So, you know, it's, it's definitely scary um, set at times, but I see on the other side, I can clearly see on the other side of that fear and that doubt is strength, positivity, success, and achievement. Um, so it's, uh, I think those are some of the, you know, the core elements that have created me, created the person that I am. Yeah. And then I'm curious about the specific situation that led you to leaving last December because if you were in it for 10 years it sounds like you were in it for 10 years it wasn't oh no not that one or not because not that one organization um I was at that right. one organization for roughly a year or so but right but like in the corporate world for 10 years in and out then so yeah in and out of the corporate so I worked for startups I worked for corporations but to go full-time entrepreneur yes that definitely is but so it was not of my own fruition uh, I can clarify that right now so I was laid off in December and there were a round of other layoffs in the organization and that continued the following months so it was a sad day for some of the people I worked with but it was probably the happiest day of my time at that organization and it was the greatest job I ever had that's the crazy thing like out of all the things that I've done it had the most freedom the most benefits the coolest people um and still was unsatisfied at the most I ever got paid at a, co a corporation so it was like all these benefits and I still wasn't happy um so the day that I got let go it was like oh man finally I could just give myself to the, this endeavor and give it my all that I I felt like I couldn't, you know, really push myself to the way that I wanted, you know, within the confines of someone else's vision and dream. Hmm. Was it, did you feel like you just needed a push to, to actually do it? Cause I'm curious why, why you wouldn't have just 
left earlier to do your own thing? Oh, I've definitely tried before. It <laughs> just keeps. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, one, one of the first jobs out of, uh, you know, out of grad school, um, I left that job and then I was like, I'm going entrepreneur, like full entrepreneur, you know, and I really didn't have the pieces yet. So I worked at it, had minor successes, but I couldn't maintain it. So you have to, I had to go back to, you know, a regular job again. And I basically bounce between, you know, an organization I'm working for and then, all right, now I'm trying to make this entrepreneur thing work, going back and forth until it's like, all right, basically at this point, I feel like I have all the skills, um, the understanding, the vision that I need to make this happen. And, and I still didn't have many of the pieces. It's embarrassing how little I still had <laughs> in December, but it was enough to make, give me comfort uh, in knowing that I can figure it out. And one of the first things I, I did when I left was I started telling people about some of the things I was thinking about doing. And they were, and these are people that I, I respected and admired. So it's like, if they, if I can get them to buy in, then I, that'll give me a little bit more external. Like I'm not crazy. Like I can, all right. It, uh, in their minds, it'll work. It's, they're not just being nice either. Like they would tell me. So that gave me a little extra, you know, capacity of confidence to, to go, to go further. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like getting that buy-in before you even, you know, went into it. So what's happened since December? What have you been working on? Yeah. So, um, I've, I've definitely taken a different approach at all this. I, I, I realized that, uh, I would need to work on myself. I need to be more disciplined. Um, I need to be more focused. I needed to be healthy. Um, I need to be open-minded and just ready to take this on. I felt like I was preparing for battle in January because what happened is I, I actually decided to not just, you know, hunker down in an apartment and um, try to get it done, you know, build up the business. I was trying to be financially conscious. So I said, okay, well, right now I have this apartment. I have some money saved up. What's the best way for me to leverage the assets that I have to stretch them as long as I need to, because I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. Um, so I did some research, decided, okay, well, let's, um, let's first of all, just like clear my mind and I'm going to just travel around to, you know, places where it's a little bit cheaper, cost of living is a little bit cheaper and the environment is more um, conducive to, to the financial situation that I was in. So, but the first thing I did was in January, I, I decided to go live on a farm, on a farm in uh, Percival, Virginia to get my mind right, to get focused, figure out what's going on. And that was amazing. Um, I have never lived on a farm before, but it was beautiful uh, waking up and uh, there was a, a massive hill in the backyard and I was getting really into David Goggins at the time. Um, so he was like, uh, you know, you just got to go for it. You, you got to go after it every day. So I was making these videos um, and posting them on Instagram to my friends. So I was running up this hill in the morning and like the first day I tried to run up, I got literally, I think I ran up like down and up once and I was like, wow, this was, was not expecting that. But it was really cool to see, you know, day two, I'd already gone up, I can do four up and downs. And it just progressing, I got up to like 25 over the span of 30 days. So it was like, that helped me to train my, get mentally tough for the journey ahead. Um, and then after that, I went to Belize. Um, I have some family out there and I wanted to, cause it's also, you know, less expensive to live there. So I went there and I, again, I was, you know, trying to figure things out and starting to piece together. I had some freelance clients that I was doing regular marketing stuff for. 
um, you know, like uh, design work, um, just general marketing activities. And then um, I, well, actually, um, is this, should I name the clients or no? <laughs> I mean, if, if you are like able, allowed to, then sure. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it's cool. Um, I'm, I'm sure that, I'm sure they won't mind. So I was actually playing a, a free minds, uh, working with some guy, some psychologist, uh, Dr. Um, Isaiah Pickens, really cool guy, smart guy, and uh, planning a, a festival called Free Minds Festival. It was going to be held in Lamert Park in Los Angeles. And basically it's exactly what it sounds. Um, we're going to uh, give millennials um, an opportunity to, come together as a community um, and really learn how to um, unleash their potential and uh, in the workplace and in life and in business. And that, uh, that got postponed. Um, and then, uh, you know, they ended up doing it webinar style, um, kind of like a virtual um, reality, uh, which is pretty cool. They integrated virtual reality into it, but I was working on that at the time as well. So I ended up going to Los Angeles um, at some point and uh, to work on that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it was a lot of traveling early on. Um, and then getting to this point, you know, I just had a, I didn't tell you this, but yesterday I just did a, uh, promo video because I'm going to be a strategic partner with a company called, um, VSP. And they basically are kind of like a technology incubator for apps and I'm helping them to, um, guide their entrepreneurs who are starting up these companies with their marketing activities. So it's like, um, since I started, you know, it was early stages was all right, getting my mind right, getting a little bit of cash flow where I could. And then at one point I was like, all right, now I got to get rid of all the clients and go full time on big majority. Um, and that kind of led up to this point. That's awesome. I think what you said about getting the mind right and having that be the basis that resonates a lot with me. What are your thoughts on that in terms of like how you're looking at starting big majority, growing it? Also, what is big majority? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a pretty good question to ask. <laughs> so um, big majority, um, we help entrepreneurs where they need it most. And that is the acquisition of customer and client clients on a steady and dependable basis. And um, how we do that is we create um, elegant marketing systems and training courses to help entrepreneurs grow their business. And one of the, the cool ways that we accomplish that is with uh, quizzes, super engaging quizzes, as you know all about quizzes, of course. <laughs> so um, we use these super engaging quizzes, you've seen them on Facebook and Buzzfeed, um, and we uh, help them figure out the best ways to implement that into their, into, into their business. So that's, that's what Big Majority does in a nutshell. We also are in the future, you know, very shortly, um, creating some more mindset-focused um, training courses as well because that is a vital piece. Um, what I've seen in my research and my experience is just not about having the tools or even the systems, no matter how well they work. If you don't press the, you know, the start button on it because of something that's going on in your mind, then it's irrelevant. You just wasted your money and your time. So um, we're going to implement that as well to just make sure that the people that we work with, the entrepreneurs that we work with have the best chances of being successful. Yeah, that's, that's a huge part of it. In your own experience, like as you're thinking about, because you mentioned at the beginning, like five, 10 years, like how do you mentally prepare for 
that part of it where it's like you're looking at this and this the other question that comes to mind is like what what are you hoping to build out of it are you hoping to build a really big company are you hoping to what are you hoping to do with it and then how are you thinking about it from the mental side of like how long that's going to take yeah so um that if you look at it that way it's daunting um and makes you not want to do anything (laughs) um uh, it's a very scary way for me so uh at least that didn't work for me so i had to i've looked at it that way and uh i realized that a better way for me was vantage point was saying okay this business has a few you know reasons for being um being being an entrepreneur there's a few reasons for that uh you know provide a service or products, help people to achieve their goals. Um, but for me, what's going to keep me motivated to waking up and working on it is the, um, the joy and pleasure of knowing that through this work, I make myself better. So this work, the business, helping other people, making money, learning, building, all of that allows me to build up myself. So this entrepreneurship is actually the best personal development tool that that you can have. And so by focusing only on myself as like, am I getting better? Is it easier for me to handle tough situations? Am I communicating more clearly? I'm more confident. Um, You know, am I curious? Am I energized in the morning? If those types of questions, uh, if the answer to that, those types of questions is yes, then I know that I'm making progress, right? Obviously you need money in the bank account going up as well. Uh, but the first signs when you don't have that yet, and even you know longer when the numbers start to matter less, this is what's gonna carry me through and has carried me through is, am I becoming a better person? Am I becoming more capable, more confident, more courageous? Am I committed to something, a vision of the future? And that's, that's kind of the way that I, that I look at it. And I didn't always have that, you know, clarity of understanding, but that piece of it, you know, I, I always, uh, and I lost it sometimes, you know, I followed my, my curiosity. I followed things that make me happy. And then sometimes you lose faith in it. So, you know, through grace, you find it back. <laughs> I mean, I have no understanding how I got back there, but, you know, you just keep trying again. Um, and now that's, that's kind of led me to my, my current philosophy and it's, it's the only way I know to have <laughs> made it this far in the year um, and to be, and to still be excited to wake up genuinely excited to work on the next thing that I have to do and get it done and go to sleep happy, even though regardless of what time it may be, um, even without seeing the actual dollars in the bank account. <laughs> I'm curious how you think about staying focused on, the things that you enjoy rather than the quote unquote negative things, right? Like the things that are not yet have happened, haven't yet happened. How do you kind of fix your mind on the things that are positive and are going well and that you really enjoy as opposed to getting fixated on what you don't have yet? Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, I think a great marker for that is asking yourself well this is a good place i believe that your the quality of your life in business is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask yourself so um i think that by looking at 
asking myself, is this helpful? Is this useful? Is this helping me progress? You know, then those are things that I need to be focusing on. If it's not helping me progress, if it's not useful, if it's not helpful, then there has no place at this moment. You know, I can be staring at things that aren't a picture in my current existence that's not what I want. It's not helpful or useful. It's good to know. Yeah, I need to know that. But in reality, the thing that matters the most is where do I want to go? And am I getting a step closer to that today? And if I am, that's great. I feel really good about that. Um, the other stuff really has no place in that equation. It's just looking behind you in the past and it's slowing you down. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I'd imagine that makes life feel much more rewarding. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. Well, that we're coming up on, on the end here, but, um, for anybody that wants to hear more or like follow along with where you're at and like jump in at this point and then follow the whole thing through, where can they go to follow you and, and see what you're working on? Yeah, sure. So, um, we can go to bigmajority.com and, uh, you can follow me there. Um, we also are, you can, you know, check out our YouTube channel that we're, that we have. We're going to be posting a lot more out there. Um, kind of starting a, a little uh, show or these kind of vignettes where we, we ask very poignant questions um, and offer as much value as we can in the shortest amount of time possible, um, kind of like a quiz. <laughs> so uh, that's going to be cool. So you can check out for that. So go to bigbajoy.com and you can find out um, how to get in contact with me or learn more about my story or what we're doing with the organization there. Awesome. Thanks, Jared. Cool. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it.